Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Welcome, one and all, to another Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. This is your fearful, very fearful host. Just fearful. Usually you have fearless leaders, but I'm a fearful host because I never know what I'm going to say. Johnny, John Oxford, with the ever-present Josh Mabus. Tell the people what's up. Um, Just a lot of positive, positive things. A lot of of end-of-the-year positivity. I mean, we're in a good market right now as of the the recording of this. About to have a whole brand new year in front of us, so why not be positive? Ah, oh, Mr. Positive. I'm in more of a Scrooge mood. It's the end of the year. Everybody wants to know what you're going to spend next year. If you're a marketeer with their budget, everyone's asking for more and handouts. And I just want to go crawl in my little cave and reappear January 3rd. With a new attitude. I mean, I may be in that same boat, but I'm just putting on a good face for for radio. Oh, good. That's a great, great face for radio. I have a voice for TV, so I thought you'd like that a little better. Anyway, today's topic is, and we don't have any cool fake sounds, so today's topic is the roles and positions you should have in your marketing department. Well, that's cool. I wouldn't say cool. But it could be cool. Well, it depends on how much budget. Okay. Let's talk about these positions that we have in the marketing department. I'm going to go through a few of the roles of today's marketer. One, marketing. Two, advertising. Three, training. Four, investor relations. Five, social media. I'm going to quit counting because I'm going to mix up my numbers. you got external marketing. You've got then banking. you got... Deposit marketing, loan marketing, you got all types of product marketing. Then let's go into community relations. You have digital banking, you have education, public relations, you have internal marketing, you have digital banking, you have customer experience, and all these overlap in some way. You have retail banking, you have websites, you have brand awareness. There are so many roles that a marketeer plays. Yeah, I mean, a lot of responsibilities varying from human one-on-one interaction to to broad-based branding. And, you know, generally in my assessment of these, not all marketers are created equal. I am um, a brand strategist. I am a horrible, horrible ground-level promotions guy. Retail clients that ask me about couponing and what which sale and, and, and ground-level promotion to run, I cannot... I can't do it. I'm, I'm poor at it. So any of my competitors can feel free to use that against me. Now, um, I am very good at marketing strategy, and, and those things can inform promotion. Eh, eh. They should. <laughs> Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's somebody wants to send out a skip a pay mailer for no reason, but whatever. Well, we also didn't touch on the fact that you have content marketers, you have compliance folks, you have Intel where people get on their CRM and look up data. So you got data specialists, you have copywriters. and you know, Yeah, but how many times have you seen a data marketer put in a CMO role um, or, or like a role that somebody... I did one time and they 
we're asked to go away a little bit but, later. <laughs> you know, some, somebody who's looking at brand, but that, but you know, who who's supposed to uphold a brand, but they look at data, or somebody who's um, a PR practitioner. It's just it gets so generalized, and and specifically, specifically, generally, in sales and marketing, <laughs> that, uh, that that sales and marketing are the same thing, and even marketing and advertising, people really can't break out what those are, and then then you look at what the um, Internal influences in those are, like I said, a PR practitioner, somebody maybe who's a great writer but has no media contacts, or somebody with media contacts who's not a great writer. And you're interviewing people for for a specific, you know, let's say to run your social media, they have a great resume that would say that they're a good marketer, but are they specifically what you need in your role? To make this granular and tactical, I would say let's talk about three scenarios here, Mr. Mabus. Mm-hmm. With me speaking, three is a nice even number. The Trinity. I mean, it's not it's an even an odd number. number. It's an odd number, but it's and it's not even at all. Mm, not even unless you're on a bar stool, it might keep it even for you, or a tripod. But anyway, let's get back to uh, what we're talking about here. One scenario: I'm a five hundred million dollar bank, so I'm a that'd probably be a mid sized community bank. I'm located out in. Omaha, somewhere in middle America, and let, let's staff our marketing our marketing department right now. How many people are we going to have in it? Ooh, that's a loaded question. I, I, am I the CMO or am I the bank president making this decision? You're the decision? bank president. Oh, well, let's do it this way. You're the bank president or you're the employee of the bank that gets to go to the bank president and say, here is what I need in my marketing department. Well, the thing is, is first you have to have your chief marketing officer or director of marketing. There has to be a leader. In that, any company, five hundred million or five billion to fifty million, wants to get as much out of that person as they can. So many times, what I see are these unrealistic expectations of a chief marketing officer, a marketing director. They want your executive management wants a worker, and I know we're going to get a bunch of cheers, and this isn't just pandering to the audience, but. Your chief marketing officer, your director of marketing, whoever's the head of it, should be your strategist. They're not the person out putting um, yard signs up, hanging banners, or doing things like that. They have to look at the marketplace. That's what we're talking about with marketing. What are our prevailing conditions? Now, under that person, I mean, you can go in many, many different ways. There are many types of $500 million banks. There's the real community-oriented, community-driven bank that's involved in community events. So maybe that person right under your chief marketing officer, your director of marketing is a um, community relations specialist, someone who is tied in with the United Ways and the and the different community outreach opportunities. Maybe it's um, strong media community and you have a PR practitioner. But I would say you definitely need the split of a strategist and a couple of doers, no matter what those are. Any of those other tacticians, sales trainer, maybe you're a bank that that engages in a strong sales arm that has cross-selling and and items like that, you just have to pick who it's going to be. But you need a split, a split pool to kind of shape one another. If you hired me as that chief marketing officer of a bank with my background, I'm, and this really points to that you might want your chief marketing officer to make that decision. I'm going to want some tactical executors in a couple of areas, one of those being internal sales, that support that we can do from the bank, and then some sort of external arm. 
So I'm going to take the more tactical, you're the more theoretical of this. And I'm going to say if I've got a $500 million or less bank, I'm looking at three to four employees. Because let's be realistic. Well, I said three. Marketing's going to argue. Well, yeah, you did. Maybe. And uh, so you're looking at three to four. What role should they play? I'm going to say one person's got to be the head. So you've got your CMO or your marketing director or whatever title they want to give it. I would say you need a, and I'm playing up to what you said, number two would be public relations, external affairs guy or girl. I'm saying guys in general. Person that, human. Human being. Human being. I like being. A human being that can go out and uh, drum up the business and keep the, the reputation of the, the bank in good stead. And now third in this would be maybe different from the past, but going forward would be a digital expert, someone who handles the web, the digital products, the graphic delivery, uh, may make infographics. That's a little different from digital, but involves in the realm. And so those would be my three. My three to start with would be obviously someone in, and I'm not talking about an assistant or someone to do the bills and, and someone uh, helps reconcile and control all your invoices and all that. That's not what I'm talking about here. The, the three action items would be your director, your lead strategist, someone who does your PR, external affairs, uh, all the, the ground groundbreakings and good stuff like that. And then the other one would be a digital expert, someone who handles the digital assets of the bank. Those are my three. If I'm going to add a fourth, my fourth is going to be the sales and training person. So that's sales training because sales and marketing has to cross over. Now, if we move to a larger bank, a billion dollars, I'm going to say we go to five to seven people and we add to that a product retail person, someone who knows the product's cold, who, who does retail marketing. And now they get their direction from the head, but they're, they're over retail. They're the ones that are in the branches putting up posters, digital signage along with the digital person, but they're, they're trying to do that buzzwords customer journey. Their job is the customer journey. So, Head, head of marketing, PR, external affairs, digital, sales training, and then um, your product specialist. And when I say product specialist, like they may have a line like, if mortgages are huge in your bank, you may need a separate person that just does mortgage marketing with all of the compliance issues they face, plus all the speed to which they need their marketing tactics to get to the market. It's going to roll out to how your bank is structured and what your goals are and what your opportunities are you know, on those, what those people are. And so what else could you add to that? I would say if you had five, seven, someone at some point, cause you're getting big enough, is going to have to handle investor relations as well. And your larger mega banks will have someone who just does that, but someone's got to handle annual reports and shareholder meetings and investor roadshows and presentations, the dreaded data stuff, PowerPoints that you have to deliver to folks that have a lot of money in your bank. So you need someone to handle that area. So if we're looking at five to seven, again, I'll go through it again. A director, public external affairs, digital product, retail expert, uh, someone to handle sales and training, and someone to handle investor relations. Now, these can mix and match. And these aren't, again, these aren't the support roles. These are the actual line roles. And then I think if you get to be bigger than, say, $10 billion and you move on up, you've got a lot more to handle. And then you get into regional market coordinators and you get to regional areas where you actually have to have people in a market uh, because now you've got banks in three states over and there's just a lot to handle from public relations to marketing to advertising that you can't handle from one other. Now, you can still make an ad, place a media buy. I mean, there's lots of stuff you can do, but still having someone on the ground is very important. Well, and the other part of this is, you know, there there are some admin people that, that are required inside of this. I mean, you're going to have to have somebody, um, if you don't have a, a strong and integrated uh, financial arm, the CFO's office, 
of someone, if you're buying media, whether that be um, um, digital side or whatever, somebody's got to keep up with the bills. All the all of us crazy creative marketing people can't run the asylum. Um, we have to have somebody right-brained. Is that right? I can never remember. It's, it's the, uh, the front brain. The, the medulla oblongata of, um, of budgetary things to, uh, to keep us on track. And now let me give you some things you shouldn't do when staffing your marketing department. You shouldn't have your marketing person also be your compliance person. You laugh. <laughs> Not much check and balance you laugh, there. But I've heard some banks be like, yeah, I wear many roles for my – when they're at an introduction and like a meeting or – I wear many roles for my bank. And one role is compliance. I'm like, but you're the marketing dude and you handle compliance. Yeah, we're a really small bank. And you're a really dangerous bank. Yeah, you don't have anybody. Che- I mean, you can't proof your own work. You have to check your own work and compliance. I mean, it's one of those areas you've heard me talk about over and over and over. I don't want my business shut down, or I don't want any of you to get fired over some dumb compliance thing that they're compliance issues. And as soon as I say this, we'll screw something up. But compliance issues are too easy to avoid, intelligently avoid. And so you don't want the same person doing them because you need a set of eyes to check. No, Even if you have a third party for hire group. Another one that I see a lot, and I, I get a little bit why, but it's where people undervalue marketing, is they put marketing with the HR person. And it's like, oh, they're in charge of human resources and marketing because they feel it's uh, – oh, I see it all the time at smaller community I'd banks. be horrible at – Well, it's, it's not on what they're horrible at doing. It's – how are you out there pushing the brand and creating a marketing message when you've got to hire, fire, work on benefits, all the stuff that human resources have? Not only is it is it its own job, it they don't even go together. They're not even in the same – they're not even on the same menu. But a lot of times the default of the undervalued items that banks have, if it's not lending and it's not getting deposits and it's not running a branch, oh, it's marketing, it's HR, it's compliance, it's public relations. We just put all those together and go do whatever that stuff is y'all do because we don't really know, but we need you to have a job. Yeah. I'm going to say no to HR and marketing. They don't, I mean, what if you're the marketing person, you want to hire a marketing person, but you're the HR person. It doesn't make sense. Compliance with marketing doesn't make sense. The other thing I, I believe that not only in banking, but in general industry as well, is that people have tried to confuse or uh, cover your ears at home if you're a kid, bastardize. Uh, Sales and marketing is the same thing. It's not. If you've ever looked for a job online, which I have not for myself, but if I've looked with other people looking for jobs lately, you'll see that half the sales jobs say marketing. And it's because sales has gotten a bad reputation from the door-to-door sales and, oh, he's a salesman. He's a used car salesman. So they change it to marketing and direct marketing. It's not the same thing. Well, that is absolutely true. I mean, I, I introduced myself as a marketing consultant once and somebody said, oh, you're a salesperson. Well, we're all salespeople. Yeah. When I, I'll say that. Everyone's in sales. And they do absolutely go together. And whether your bank has sales and marketing depends on if it has sales. Some banks look at it differently. A pet peeve I would throw in from my unique experiences just on the marketing side and being a graphic designer in the past, videographer, being able to build websites, are, are the people who try to double dip and get that two-for-one, three-for-one, like, oh, you can use InDesign or Photoshop. You can design our ads, too. Nope. And, and yeah, I get everybody wanting to value value ad, but a marketer and a designer at the same time. One, what you get are these ads when when the – Strategist is the one creating the ad. One, they have a lot of ownership around it. I know I've been one. 
But you also get these ads that pop out that you're like, who thought of this? Well, it came out of the mind of one person who thinks everybody else might think like them. Now, if you're one of these people and you're defending that, I may not be talking about you. I'm just saying if you're looking for that person, if you want somebody to design your ads and an in-house designer, hire an in-house designer. Not that, someone, and that's what they do. They are a designer. Yeah, not somebody that that also writes um, your press releases or whatever, because they can do quote a little bit of Photoshop. If you find somebody who's their their double under minor minor of a minor is in something, you're probably going to get a minor execution. To that point, we're talking about the different roles. Another role we had three to four in the smaller banks, five to seven in the mid, and then ten or above as you get into the ten. Being or, or larger in the asset category, let's don't undersell. And I know Josh will smile and like this, but let's don't undersell the usage of your agencies. I know everyone has uh, budgets when they have a marketing agency, and some have retainers, and some have per per price project or project for pricing. But a lot of the stuff you hear, you need here: content creation, video, web help, design. Use your agencies for that. And I'm not trying to sell you on whatever with an agency but the fact is you if you're properly marketing and and being strategic about your time and your day you don't have time to do all that stuff i mean you know at our bank we don't have time to sit there and stand over someone working on a graphic design all day that's what they do and then they send it back and you approve it or disapprove it and then you run through compliance and hopefully it's ready to go and it's within your brand standards and it's finished and it's not you sitting there all day in front of a computer looking at photoshop or indesign or uh, whatever you're going to use and going, hey, I'm going to create this today or making an ad today and use your ad agencies for what they're built for. Uh, I know one of the frustrations Josh has with any client and that agencies can have too is is when you bring an agency on board to do work for you and then you don't let them do any work. Yeah, I mean, it goes to what I said earlier about hire a designer to be a designer. If you need that, I, I can't imagine any bank scenario where they're popping out enough ads unless you're doing really bad crappily overdone newspaper ads where you're changing out your banker's face. And why are you doing print? Yeah. Who who needs anyway. who needs a designer in your in your office every day? You need uh, marketing tacticians. You need someone who knows about digital, who knows about Facebook. Nobody, I, I don't know many, many organizations, period banks or otherwise, who have enough money to do all the things that they do. Look, I'm the guy who owns the agency, the business model. The only way it makes sense for me to employ creatives is to split those creatives across multiple clients. Very few single clients, unless you don't have any business listening to this, you're one of the big banks, have the volume of work spread across branches to need to pay somebody's salary and their federal withholding and all that stuff. Either you need an agency or you don't, but when you get to that crux where you jump over into needing it, it's something you should entertain. Maybe that's another topic for another day, how to choose an ad agency. It, it might be. and uh, It's the shortest It's the shortest one ever. It is. Call uh, me. The one, the one, <laughs> choose the one you want. Hey, look, don't hire an ad agency that's not self-promotional. I'll guarantee you that. Yeah, if you can't market yourself, how are you going to mark someone else? Or market someone else. I might have said mark. Anyway, uh, two other things I didn't mention here about these positions is you could also look at social media. I mean, that's a that's a job that's almost created itself over the past seven to eight years. Is a social media marketing person, although that could fall under digital. And, and then one I didn't add, and this is probably when you get into the big boy range, is a data specialist, someone who just crunches CRM numbers. A lot of folks go to their IT area to do that just because you won't have the budget for that personnel or the, the time to do it. And uh, the other thing I've 
always am, tell Marcus B. Heston is is being sold on the uh, the bright, flashy, shiny CRM system that they don't have the time nor expertise to use. Uh, you can get this great system and do a hundred different slicing and dicing of your data, but if you can't execute, don't have the time to do it, it's nice to have the dashboard, but you've got to use the thing. So don't waste your bank's resources on that. However, if you have a person that can do that, that you can you can kill it. You it, can kill it if you have the person that does it. That's a strong swing pendulum right there. If you can do it, your cross-sell efforts are going to be ridiculous, positive. If you can and you invest for it, you're going to have a hard time justifying that next expense because because you're 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 not going to be able to perform. We don't we don't use the word cross sell anymore after a certain something happened. No, it's, those it's are called, those are quotas. It, yeah, we it, don't use that word. We, we call it we call it needs based selling. Yeah. So yeah, your needs based selling. Thanks for ruining that. Whichever bank you might be, I have to re- delete something from my vocabulary. And thank you, media, if you're listening to this, for reporting that all banks behave like one certain large bank might have at one time. Yes, we, we always appreciate falling into the category because all banks are the same. Yeah. They are. They're all the same. Hey, somebody needs to spin, guy. Yeah. PR. I say all banks are the same except for mine because you know why? I work there. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, signing off today. Well, before I sign off, I'll tell you, three positions at the smaller banks – Five to seven at the larger. If you're bigger than ten, being good and put ten pe- ten people in there, you got to have someone in charge of your strategy. You got to have someone doing public relations and external affairs, and then you need someone probably handling your digital because we've gotten large enough now that uh, that is a full on job, if not job for three, four, five, six people, depending on what comes in your digital uh, arena, whether it be social, uh, just digital creation, web, the IT portion of uh, digital, and Something as simple as digital signs in your branches. Who's handling your strategy? So there's lots of jobs out there in the marketing department. I hope this has helped you think through what you need. Uh, so now I will officially sign off for the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com with my podcast compadre, Joshua Mabus. See you in two weeks. Later. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.